Hello and welcome to Exeter Life, a podcast about the people, places, and events that comprise life in Exeter, New Hampshire. I'm Laura Bricker, and Exeter also happens to be my chosen hometown. I've lived here since 1998 and written this column since 2013. It's now 2020, and I've just launched this independently produced audio version of Exeter Life. This week, as the coronavirus pandemic marches on, there are some people that keep coming to mind. People I think of and I wonder how they're doing. Our elderly, especially those with relatives in nursing homes where they're unable to visit, are one group I think of a lot. And one of those people that I think of and I've been wondering about is Exeter resident Harry King. And somehow I suspect I'm not alone in wondering how Harry has been making out during the pandemic. And once I share this Exeter Life column from 2019, you'll probably understand why. I've seen Harry King on his daily walks along High Street to Hampton Road. Chances are you've seen him too. A wiry, older gentleman shuffling along with determination, focused on getting where he wants to go. Perhaps you're one of those who has stopped to ask if he would like a ride worried that he might need help. You might be surprised to learn he usually declines the ride. I first met Harry, age 91, at St. Anthony's Bakery this summer, where he was having coffee with Detective Bruce Page, Exeter's community policing officer. I assumed Detective Page had probably stepped in to help Harry by giving him a ride. But that is not the story I learned. A retired social worker, Harry and his wife Marilyn moved to Exeter seven years ago. When Marilyn needed more care than he could provide at home, she moved to a nursing facility on Hampton Road. Harry walks to visit her every day. He walks no matter the weather. The walking is what keeps him going, he says, and he has no plans of stopping. When he visits Marilyn, he makes sure to get her up, get her moving, help her with some exercise, and let her know he is there. Quote, I want to make sure she did not feel abandoned, I never wanted her to feel that, Harry says of his wife of 67 years. She would have done for me what I try to do for her. I figure it's only fair. Harry is a strong believer in the power of diet and exercise. Quote, they had predicted she would be dead in a year and a half after she got into the nursing home, and she's not. And the reason is I keep her up on her feet and doing things. They first met at a dance outside Boston. Quote, She was a very, very good dancer, Harry recalled. I asked her to dance because I like to dance also, and one thing led to another, and here we are. We're married. Dancing is in the past, but Harry's commitment to Marilyn is as strong as ever. Quote, he's very dedicated, Paige said. That's part of the reason I like him so much. You may be wondering where Detective Paige enters this story. He and Harry met at a racial unity event in town two years ago. Harry's dedication to keeping his mind engaged is equally as important to him as keeping his legs moving. He likes to get out in the community when there's an event he's interested in. One of his interests is community policing and how it can benefit society. He'd been working on a paper about his idea when he met Paige and asked if the detective would read his work. Quote, the idea of community policing came from some work in England that was done by Sir Robert Peel, Harry explained. Peel worked in London in the 1820s at a time when the crime rate was quite high and, quote, brutality was no longer working, Harry said. He adopted a new, friendlier approach. 
It was remarkably successful, Harry explained. After researching Peel, Harry looked into race riots in the U.S. and how methods used by police did or did not work to quell the violence. Quote, I have a continuing interest in society and what makes society work, he said. He was immersed in his research when he met Detective Page. Quote, he had a lot of questions about how we do community policing here, Page said. He also wanted Page to read the paper he was writing about community policing, which suggests police shift to a protection philosophy. Quote, he really wanted me to correct it, Page said, adding they first got together and talked about policing and Harry's ideas. So then we kind of formed a friendship. They get together once a month for coffee, usually at St. Anthony's. We're on August 7th of 2019. They celebrated Harry's 91st birthday. I learned from him, Page said. He's a smart, smart guy, and we enjoy each other's company. Harry added, he's been a tremendous help to me. Only occasionally will Harry accept a ride from Page to visit Maryland. Quote, if it's freezing cold or raining, he appreciates the ride, Page said. Adding other times, he waves him off. Quote, he feels that it's really helping keep him alive. And while he rarely accepts a ride, Harry appreciates the sentiment. Quote, some people come by and give me a lift, which is very nice, he said. Harry has also adopted a plant-based diet, which he believes has contributed to his good health. As part of his efforts in this area, he launched the Endothelium Association to raise awareness of the endothelium, the cells of which line organs and blood vessels in the body, and how a plant-based diet can improve their function. Among the issues on Harry's mind is what he views as an increase in racism in the country. He wishes people would accept each other as fellow humans, saying skin pigmentation shouldn't make a difference in how people treat each other. Quote, human beings can be very, very nice people, and they can be awful people, he said. Meeting Harry reminded me that there are good, kind, and engaged citizens of all ages around us. There are also marriages that are the type that inspire someone to make a long daily trek like Harry does. She keeps me alive, he said, adding the mile and three-quarter walk takes me a long time because, unfortunately, as you get older, Mother Nature withdraws all of your capabilities, every one of them. I can't see well. I can't hear well. I'm not as strong as I used to be by any matter. If I didn't keep up my walking, I wouldn't be able to walk. We ought to spend much more time on our feet than we do sitting, but we don't. While Harry's walking has slowed, his mind and desire to research has not. He's told Detective Page he is busy, and he hasn't had time to complete his research, but he is eager to share his thoughts on community policing. He hopes he's able to make a difference. Marilyn might say he already has. You were afraid I was going to leave you hanging there. Don't worry. I also wanted to know how Harry was doing, even though I did see him walking around out by the Exeter Mill last week, out by the reservoir, and he was chugging along as usual, and he had his wide-brimmed sun hat on and was maintaining a good distance from everybody, but he was not slowing down. So I was glad to see him in person from a distance, and I also checked in with Detective Page, who reported back to me that Harry has been able to see Marilyn in person finally recently, and they are you know, seeing each other outside from six feet apart. Before that, Harry was calling her on the phone daily and also, this is pretty impressive, did a few Zoom meetings with her. He is also staying safe. He's been continuing to work on his research at home. And 
I was just so happy to hear that they were finally able to see each other in person. And there is really nothing like an in-person visit, especially for this couple who have been married for so many years. So in the midst of the time that we're living in, it's just nice to hear some good news like that once in a while. So thanks, Detective Page, for sharing that with us. So thanks for joining me for this episode of Exeter Life. You can find me online at Laura Bricker Author on Facebook or on Twitter at Laura Bricker. If you are interested in crime and true crime, you can find me every week on the podcast Crime Writers On. If you would like to support this independently produced podcast, you can do so at anchor.fm slash Exeter Life. I do hope you'll listen again to this podcast because I still have lots of stories to tell about life in Exeter. 